more to be wild. Hello and welcome back everybody to Born to be Wild's United in Stormwind card review from a wild perspective. Uh, we had just wrapped up the Hunter class and now we are moving on to the Mage class, which will be led by Hydralisk. All right, so we have a new theme, it seems. Well, we do have uh, a new quest line that we're going to be talking about later, but our first card is Hot Streak. And so it talks about playing fire spells. So we've got a bit of a theme of playing fire spells going on here. So our first card is zero mana spell that reads your next fire spell this turn costs two less. So it seems that there is a new uh, archetype being built in mage that is promoting playing your fire spells. Now for this card, it's zero mana. So I feel like zero mana cards are something you always kind of want to be afraid of in wild. However, I don't know if this is going to be an archetype we are going to see in wild. We already have very fast decks that either are playing, you know, with Mozaki and Flame Waker. This is something that definitely could go along with that provided you were playing more fire spells but you're playing other things like ray of frost and that sort of thing so i don't think that you're going to slot this in something like that yes it's free but i think when you discover this card then it might help you cycle but it's not something that i'm going to put in a deck so uh not particularly something that I think is going to slot in anything we have right now, but it's it's free. If I get it off of Evocation or I discover it, sure, I will cycle it. If I'm playing Stargazer Luna, it'll help me to continue cycling. But I don't think that this is going in a current wild deck that we have. Sheep, what do you think? Yeah, I my initial thought, like you, was Mozaki or APM Mage. So I looked at both of those deck lists. They don't run fire spells. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's out. Uh, so if fire mage becomes a thing, which is, you know, the archetype that they're kind of pushing for standard, then like maybe, but the, the big payoff card for that is just so inconsequential for wild that I, I just don't really see it here. So zero mana card discounting something going forward if we get more fire spells and more fire spell um synergies going forward then maybe but for right now eh how about you nate yeah i think it was nhl who said that like you want to evaluate a card based on what it does itself not what it requires to combine with like okay cool like if i have a flame strike that costs seven and I play this, then my flame strike costs five. But yeah, that that relies on me to draw the flame strike, right? And I, and then I'm gonna have this thing sitting in my hand for turn after turn after turn. Um, and I just, I don't know. And like you, I like I looked at this fire spells, and it's like okay, fireball, combustion, flame strike, wildfire, uh, and like, do I? really care to make any of those cost less no <laughs> i i rack my brain on this my note my note literally says i don't see it i just don't see it <laughs> oh oh i i have the answer in even mage you can hot streak wildfire and then ping on turn one hey now you, you solve the puzzle <laughs> <laughs> all right so the archetype that we currently have Yes, it's a zero mana spell. I'm only going to play it if I discover it. So that's a one for me. Yeah, you said it. Great. It's a one for me as well. How about you, Nate? Yeah, it's a one. I can't, right. I can't, I can't even figure out where to play it. So I don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, it. unfortunately, it's zero mana, but it's yeah, no home. Yeah. Well, keeping with uh, the theme. Our next card is Prestor's Pyromancer. So it's a two mana, two, three minion with the battle cry, your next fire spell has damage plus two. So 
here's the problem. It says your next fire spell has damage plus two. Mm-hmm. Now, we already have ways of increasing our spell damage that encompass all of the damage spells, <laughs> not just exclusively to fire. So I I don't see this, you know, doing anything. Is there is there a chance that if you play this and then you play what's the one that increases your hero power? Would that like uh, work? Wildfire. Wildfire. No. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's just I'm sorry. It's it's just like I can't think of anywhere to put this card. It, like I, I don't think it's very good. It's got your base, you know, River Croc stats. It it does not have a home. Sheep, what do you think? So Presser's Pyromancer has a slight upside in that um, since it's a battle cry and it's not your next fire spell this turn, if I play this on two and then insert random fire spell that costs three here the very next turn, even if Presser's Pyromancer was dealt with, that fire spell has spell damage plus two. Good point. Cool. Um, yeah, that, it, it's not worth it, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe in standard, where they have a smaller pool and a higher density um, of the things available of fire spells, yeah, maybe. But we have other things that that we want to be doing um, yeah. in and wild in particular. So um, I wonder how Prester's Pyromancer works with um, explosive runes, right? Because explosive runes is a fire spell, but it's a secret. So does then whenever that goes off, it have the additional two spell damage? Kind of interesting. Um, I I double dog dare you to put this in secret mage and find out. Oh gosh, (laughs) such a bad idea. (laughs) Such a bad idea. But since you have double dog dared me, if you remind me, because I'm going to forget. If you remind me, I'll do it. (laughs) And wait till you get legend and just do it in legend, and people are going to be like, "What are you doing?" (laughs) The only redeeming factors I see on this card is what sheep already said that it says your next fire spell it's not like you know typically we see one of these cards and it's like spell damage plus two and it's just a you know a static effect this you know this carries over and that's good but it's contingent on fire like this would be okay if it said your next spell has spell damage plus two yeah and the fire spells are limited like okay cool with a pyroblast for 12 that's nice but like i just don't see it like okay okay I think what Hyder mentioned earlier, are they creating a new standard archetype of fire mage? Like, uh, maybe, maybe, but like, but like, I don't necessarily see that many fire spells, even with the new set. And the quest line is not necessarily, Mm. doesn't really work along with this either. I have a, I have an interesting idea for the quest line that I'll try to sell you guys on later, but, but this card, this card just sucks. Yeah, agreed. In, in my opinion, um. well, let's 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 go around with the the rating. I am going to give this a one. Sheep, what do you think? Uno. Yeah, one for me as well. All right. Well, let's move on to our next card, which is a mage spell. For four mana, it is called Fire Sail, and it is tradable, and it reads. Deal three damage to all minions. So this is basically a hellfire that doesn't do damage to either your face or your opponent's face. It is also tradable, which I think is really cool because you can, you know, if if you draw this at the right time, you're going to use it to clear the board. And if not, you know, toss it back. You don't need it right now. Yeah. You're looking for you're looking for Reno, right? Like, I feel, or you're looking for Luna's Pocket Galaxy or something, like something that you... This, to me, is going to be in a Reno mage deck. And, like, as a one-of, obviously, I 
think that it's definitely an inclusion. I think that it's an early board clear that you can either throw back and do something else if you get it later in the game. I really, really like this card. I don't see much of a downside, especially if you're playing it in more of a con controlly deck. Because while it does damage to all minions, including your side of the board, if you're just playing control, I don't, I may not have a board, right? I may just be clearing <laughs> your board at this time and I'm trying to get to what I want to do, which is like play LPG and, mm -hmm. you know, wreck you afterwards. So I think this card is great. Uh, Sheep, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Agreed on all counts. Um, I especially like, um, the fact that this is tradable, I can keep this in the mulligan if it, I'm queuing into something like Druid. Okay. Is this aggro Druid? Cool. Then I want this. Oh, look, it's not aggro Druid. It's Celestial Alignment. Okay. Then I can I can trade it. It costs one mana, but I can trade it and, and try and get, get to my uh, LPG or anything like that. Um, Fire Sale in particular is a really good example of how tradable can really shine. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. in particular in, in, in the, the mulligan... I can keep something that's good for one archetype of a deck that I'm facing against, but not another and not be too punished by it. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, other than that, everything that, that, that you said, Hydra is on point. Um, what do you think, Nate? Oh yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Like I don't really have anything to add. I really like this card though, as um, just some, a some AOE. And like, like you said, Hey, you realize you don't need it, ship it back. Uh, this is the perfect example of where tradable is good. And we've looked at other tradable cards so far and so far, like it hasn't mattered. It's like, well, who cares? Um, and this is like, Hey, I draw this and I want to use it. Great. I draw it and I don't want to use it. Send it back. Um, this to me feels like it slots super easy into any sort of Reno deck or, or control deck. And if, you know, if we really want to be meme Lords, we can drop it in our even mage. Um, <laughs> and you know but it's just a solid card i like it a lot i like it a lot it's sad that it hits your minions too but like you know that's fine that's fine so. yeah all right well uh let's score this card under our rulings i give this a four because i feel like well this is not a meta defining five star card and it's going to somehow just ruin uh, rule the meta right away. I feel like you slot this right into LPG Reno style decks, like right now. You just throw it in. It, this is a four star card for me. Sheep. Yep, completely agreed. Uh, it's a four for me as well. That means sees play in a, a meta deck. There's a meta deck that loves this card. Easy peasy four. How about you, Nate? Yeah, the only my my only. Like I was teetering between a three and a four because when I see mage, like the the majority of the mage is like secret mage and you're not going to play like where I really see this being played is in your Reno or like LPG mage decks, uh, which make up a smaller portion of ladder. Uh, mm -hmm. So I was teetering between three and four because I'm not going to play this in Mozaki. I'm not going to play this in um, secrets or whatever, but I still think it's really good. And I... I would love to get to the point where we're playing any any sort of reno mage like or any control deck in general is just going to run this because it's solid and so I, I i'm fine giving it a four i think that the card itself this is one of the better cards in the set right on four across the board then awesome yeah i think that that's a it's a great card and i think we're going to be seeing that card for sure okay so up next we have a one mana spell first flame that reads deal two damage to a minion and add a second flame to your hand and to be noted it is a fire spell so it goes along with this theme that they're trying to push of playing the fire spells so at first thought when i looked at this it, it it's like a twin spell idea right i don't know even know why it doesn't say twin spell on it but it's it's i thought of ray of frost mm -hmm, at first mm -hmm. to to compare it to right it's one mana now this deals the damage instantly of having to do the second one with ray of frost right so i wanted to compare it but i almost think it's it's not worthy of just comparing i think it's it's doing something different so ray of frost you can stall out 
bigger minions to get to where you want to go right like you are stalling out till you have your combo your mozaki till you've drawn everything first flame obviously can't take care of big, big minions like it's it just does the two damage that it does but it's one mana deal two it's two mana deal four so it's actually quite a decent early game tool to deal with the board you can get rid of those minions if you want like right off the bat so i think it's a pretty decent card i don't think it's the same as ray of frost i think it does something different and i don't think it's a bad card sheep what do you think yeah i i agree all the way around um my initial uh notes were even basically less conditional ray of frost that Mm. just doesn't freeze which again The freezing is the more impactful part of Ray of Frost, so don't at me there. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely just the two damage aspect of that. Um, Ray of Frost, of course, sees play in Mozaki and APM Mage. And honestly, I kind of think whenever I was looking at at those decks, kind of think we can pull out like maybe, and and I'm not a a huge Mozaki Mage uh, player, so... um, been from work or or doc or, or or someone could could probably correct me if i'm wrong but like maybe we cut like magic trick because we know with this that we're getting two one mana spells that will then be able to just keep on going and and continue to you know either buff up our mozaki for a ton of damage all at once um or continue to draw and do flame waker ticks in apm mage um so I think it probably slots in pretty nicely to that. Uh, there may be a different flex card that, um, you know, I can talk on a little, little bit, bit more yeah. more well versed than I, like Nate, <laughs> can speak on. Um, but I, I think it's probably pretty strong, and I, I think it'll probably see play. Um, Nate, where do you think it might see play? Yeah, I see it in Mozaki for sure. I, we're not running Magic Trick anymore, um, mm-hmm. and so the the tricky thing is, okay, what do I pull? But maybe. Maybe the ruined orb, I think, is where I pull this out. Like I, I, I agree, Mike. My, my with Hydra, my first thought was comparing this to Ray of Frost because it, it's, it has its similarities. But I also agree with you, Sheep. Where especially if I'm seeing a bunch of like Dark Glare or something with these giant minions, the goal in Mozaki is to like stall until I can OTK you, and that's really what the Ray of Frost does. Is like, hey, your giant eight eight cool, you can't attack me with it. Um, I'm not trying to kill you with it. Um, But I like that there's some multi-use here with this card. Like, it it works to, you know, early game stall, like I can kill off these little minions or whatever, but it also works when I'm comboing off with Mozaki that this card is going to cost me zero mana and I can, you know, my only complaint with this card is it can't go face. It says to Mm -hmm. a minion... And so, you know, that's that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have the artwork I love. The first time I have the um, token here as well for the second flame, it's so cool. But, yeah, I can see it going in Mozaki. That's what my notes say as well. And maybe we pull out a ruined orb or something. Um, I'm not really sure what else. Like, the list is so tight now that I don't know that there's really anything else that I can pull. But I think the card in and of itself is pretty strong so i like it uh i want to experiment with it before i really am, am like i'm sold on it but i'll definitely try it um we'll talk about it in a couple of cards but i've got some other hopes in terms of mozaki so uh maybe we can talk about scoring for this one yeah yeah let's vote this one so i feel like well this may not slot right into every meta deck that we are going to play it and it will be seen so for me that is a three star card cheap yeah i'm completely locked up in with you at the three how about you nate i gave it a three as well actually so that works out well <laughs> wow yeah i mean I, that's <laughs> well not only that but i'm looking at all of our mage and we are unanimous on all four of them so far which is nice nice cool. <laughs> good hey that's that's great hey great minds think alike and all of that right yeah 
All right, well, let's move on to our next mage card, which is a minion. It is a five mana, four, five. Its name is Sanctum Chandler. After you cast a fire spell, draw a spell. So this is a five mana card that is a draw engine that is completely reliant on fire spells. This isn't Luna where you can just, you know, keep chaining. You would have to completely play fire spells. Now I have seen the ability to do some OTK shenanigans with this. Um, so like, I don't know if, if that's going to be a thing, but uh, it, this seems super slow unless you are going for some sort of OTK. Like other other than that, I don't think that we're going to be seeing this card. What do you think about it, Sheep? So I see an OTK with this pretty easily. With one, two next that that we're we're we'll talk about then. Uh, yeah. Ignite. Um, so it's it's draw. Fire Mage support, Elemental, too slow for our format, but neat. So the OTK possibility um, with Ignite, I, I, I'll probably talk, I will talk about it more with Ignite, because Ignite is the thing that actually does, this is the engine, mm -hmm. Ign, or this is the wheels and Ignite is the engine, or vice versa, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, the car allegory is, is kind of off, but... Regardless, um, they're two different parts, and here, this one's the draw. This one's the the um, kind of like you you can see how it's going to get there, but the ignite is the one that'll actually do the thing. So it's definitely going to be wonky. It's definitely not going to be op. Um, it's definitely not going to be meta, uh, but it's <laughs> going to be fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Nate? Yeah, kind of the same. It when I saw this card, like I kind of the wheel spinning in my mind. Like tutoring is really good, right? We we like uh, targeted draw, and there's a limited number of fire spells, and so it's like, well, okay, if I'm gonna put this in my deck, it's for a very specific reason, and it's not elemental mage. Um, <laughs> it uh, you know. It's it really there will be an OTK kind of combo with it. How viable it is, I don't know. Um, but there's definitely some some potential there. There's some pretty good potential there. Uh, I'm not quite sure where this is going to fall yet, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. The art is like pretty gross, <laughs> so I like it. Um, I like it. It's like the uh, Waxadrid, but oh, elemental yeah. instead of a dragon. And it's cute. It, it is. <laughs> it seems like, yeah. So we'll we'll talk about the other, the spell in just a second. But, you yeah, know, we're... I mean, at the end of the day, it's a five mana, four or five elemental, which is not bad. Like, so if I discover this off of something and then it happens to draw me a fireball or something like I, I'm not complaining. But the only way I'm putting this in my deck on purpose is if I'm trying to OTK you with Ignite. Yeah. Uh huh. So we're going to expand on that in a bit, but for now, we'll give a quick rating on this card. Myself, I'm going to give it a two based off of the fringe OTK applications that we're going to talk about in a bit. Sheep. Completely with you on both the score of a two and the rationale. <laughs> but I, you I, no, I did the same. It's a two as well. I, I agree. I agree. Okay, so before we uh, get to that, we have a, another card to talk about. It is a weapon for Mage. It is a two mana, zero two weapon called Celestial Ink Set with the text that reads, after you spend five mana on spells, reduce the cost of a spell in your hand by five. Lose one durability. So... I was looking at this card and I was trying to think, okay, what could I possibly want to reduce? And there's there, there's definitely things in Mage you want to reduce, like LPG, right? You want you want to reduce that. But now 
what are the odds you're actually going to hit the spell that you want to hit? That's kind of what bugs me about about this. You you're going to have to play your hand in a certain way, possibly quite suboptimally, to try to nail the card that you're trying to hit. It may not work. It just seems to me like there's better ways to reduce or play a big spell in mage. We have other ways to do that, like with dragon caster and other things like that. And this has two durability. I don't mind that it's only two mana because, you know, you may be stalling out and trying to, you know, get to the late game, but it just, to me, seems pretty unreliable. Uh, Sheep, what are your thoughts on this card? Yeah, it's really hard to evaluate because it's a powerful effect, but the only things, the the only decks that really, the main deck, let, let me phrase it that way, the main deck that would want this effect is LPG Mage to try and discount LPG and get it out even earlier. Cool. Um, LPG Mage is pretty minion-centric because of obvious reasons. Um, and the things that aren't are not really they're either super cheap which is cool or they're it's there's not enough there there right like we would pretty much need all of our non lpg mages or lpg um spells to play to discount lpg in which case we could have just played pocket galaxy Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I, I went through all of this to try and find a way to make it work in the meta deck, and just not really there. Um, where it might see some kind of play is like a no minion mage or something like that, because this isn't a minion, so it'll just continue discounting like all the spell or a spell in your hand by five, and everything that you play is either a spell or celestial ink set, but. I don't think that's even going to be strong in standard. So I I tried so many ways to try and find a way to make this work. And if someone else with a better read on the meta than I have uh, can make it work, then cool. But I don't really see it. How about you, Nate? I looked at this card and I said, wow, this card sucks. <laughs> like, I just, I, I, so you know, the application is LPG Mage and we've already got um other cards that do that better right i've got ink master if i really want to meme out or i've got dragon caster <laughs> or i've got this new card that we'll talk about in a minute but like it's not this i'm not going to use this to set up like this requires like the it reduces a cost of a spell in your hand and so all right so it's contingent on me drawing lpg and then I got to spend five mana on spells, which I'm barely running any spells in LPG anyways. It's mostly minions. And like, okay, cool. Like there's two mana on, or three mana on an ice block. And, you know, maybe, a, you know, a couple here, a couple there. But like that deck is so centric on minions that, I man, I just don't see it. And even then, like if we're talking no minion mage or spell mage, like I don't see it in that either. Because... If I really wanted to reduce, like, then I'm going to play Deck of Lunacy. Um, if I wanted to do that, I mean, I've still, like, I've got killed by Nagrand Slam so many times that um, I just, you know, this is cute, but I, what I, what I think about, like, the flavor, okay, like, this is a weapon, it's an ink set, like, can you imagine some mage, like, throwing this at some monster like i'm gonna st <laughs> stab you with my pen <laughs> it wasn't <So>. me <laughs> <laughs> hey loser <laughs> oh man that's great that's great uh no people don't play in the grand slam people play deck of lunacy and it converts your 10 mana your yog boxes or whatever your 10 mana stuff into seven cost and uh yeah the grand slam is the best hunter hunter spell in mage in mage yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so all right all right let's talk scores flame strike nope the grand slam <laughs> hey i mean 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't see anybody playing this. It's a one for me. Sheep, how about you? Yep, yep. It's a one. One, yeah, one. All right, well, that was easy. Let's talk about the the interesting card that we've been waiting for. So this is a two-mana spell called Ignite. It reads, deal two damage, shuffle and ignite into your deck that deals one more damage. So if I understand this correctly, it's going to deal the two damage, and this can go face. It does not say minion. Then it will go into your deck, and it will now be two mana deal three damage and then that will once again shuffle in again and scale upwards so it's infinite burn basically that you can shuffle into your deck so there is many different ways we can play this card the and i uh nate seems to or sheep wants to talk about the otk which seems like a really really cool idea i can also see it going into basically any mage deck really like we have forgotten torch that you know that does three and then it does what six later um this is something that you could include in you know just a reno deck as a one of that you continuously get burn i don't know if it slots into a secret mage but it could because you're always looking for burn. It just seems like a great card that I'm playing mage. I can put this into my deck and it continuously just provides more damage. Either you're clearing a minion or you're just hitting face with it. I think that it's, it's a great card. I think that there could possibly be, you know, a downside of, top decking something you you know when you're really looking for your reno you're looking for something and then you're pulling this that can definitely happen but like it's just infinite burn it really is infinite damage it's Mm -hmm. a great card and we have some meme potential with it i'll let you guys talk on that a little more uh sheep what do you think yeah so before i get into the otk part um Whenever you you were like, oh, I don't know if we put it in Secret Mage or not. I think we absolutely do, and I think in the in this particular build that that I'm kind of theory crafting as as we're speaking right here, um, I switch from Sage back to Alaneth. Oh, I absolutely switch dude, from Sage wow. back to Alaneth, right? <laughs> Boom! Ignite, ignite. Twice, and you can run two. Every you can turn. run two of them. Yeah. Right. Every turn. <laughs> <laughs> top decking good <laughs> wow yeah so, that'd be i well, can and see you can that put, happening <laughs> and well and you can put two copies of this in right and so if you start yeah. drawing this it's just like all right every turn let me just draw two more um so if they're the bottom two cards then oh look i drew boom i i dealt i did four spent four mana to deal four damage then the next turn because i'm top decking Four mana to deal six, and then four mana to deal eight, and then four mana to deal ten, and it gets out of hand real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I from from that alone, I think that this is gonna be really. I, I think we're gonna gonna see play um, in one of like it, the top tier meta decks, and it takes things that were previously a bad matchup in the the kind of control decks that oh well they they you know exhausted all of our resources and turns that into a an, an inevitability engine which yeah. is kind of cool yeah um is that going to be the best version of secret mage i don't know schmoopy daddy will know better than we do but um it's one out and i, I have a pretty good read on a secret mage as Whenever I was like, yes, Sage is going to replace Alaneth. I'm, I'm, I'm still riding high on that one. And that was a while ago. Uh, as for the OTK, I think it's fairly obvious. And <laughs> that we've got our um, Sanctum Chandler. We've got our Ignites. We make sure not to include, um, you know, a whole lot or, you know, hopefully any 
uh, more spells so that it's always going to hit the ignites. And then we get a couple of uh, girls or a couple of our sorcerer's apprentices, and then we just go. And every time we cast an ignite, we draw an ignite. And then we cast another ignite, and we draw another ignite. Easy peasy. Yeah. So it's not too big of a thinker for um, how to get to that OTK. Also, pretty easy to set up, which is kind of nice. Just really the the hardest thing there is going to be drawing the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentices, right? Because we've got a tutored draw for um, elementals. We've got tutored draw for spells with the uh, Star Scryers, stuff like that. Um, So the hardest part, I think, is going to be um, getting the Sorcerer's Apprentices. But Uh, that's the OTK. I mean, maybe we start running... Witchwood Pipers again. This is draw yeah. your your uh, lowest cost minion from your deck. I mean, yeah. we can tutor so, draw, right? So if we do, uh, what is it? Witchwood Piper draws lowest cost minion from your deck. Or the mm-hmm. other one uh, I was just looking at was the Sand Binder that draws, the, draws an elemental from your deck. Yeah. And so like we can tutor the draws. And then all you got to do, right? You need one Sorcerer's Apprentice and, and the... Um, and the uh, Sanctum, what's it called? Chandler or whatever? Chandler, yeah. yeah. So, so we probably and, and want like, both, both apprentices because otherwise it only discounts oh, one, right? So one. yeah, we want both. We want both. But still, like, it's so it's easy to, to cycle as mage. Like, mm-hmm. there's already the build in Mozaki, right? That it's just stall. Okay, so I've got my ice blocks and my frost novas and lots of draw. And that's all I really need. I mean... So there's a lot more of a downside for the um, Sanctum Chandler because it draws a spell. It, it You have to cast a fire spell, but then the draw is just a spell. Oh, yeah, so, so you really, really do have to be running to, yeah. pretty much only um, minions. And there are minions that tutor. Um, the downside for... Um, you hem it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and, and like... With the uh, Star Scryer, you know, if we're pulling the lowest cost out of our deck, that could get us those instead of the Sorcerer's Apprentices. But okay, cool. Then that means we get our Ignites and we continue to churn towards um, our combo. So it's definitely more of a meme combo because of the restrictions that Chandler has. I'm going to be clear about that one. It's definitely more a meme because of that. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be fine. (laughs) Well, All right. Wait, wait, hold on. So, wait, before we score, I do see one other yeah, potential yeah. for this ignite. We were talking a couple turns ago about the first, uh, first flame, second flame, and the potential of going in Mozaki. And I think actually, I probably stick this in instead because there's so much cycling in that deck. Cool. Let me use this to do two damage. Shuffle it back in, and when I draw, you know, then it does three, then it does four, whatever. Um, like there's so much, and if I'm comboing off with Mozaki, like there's sometimes when we have to use our like ice lances early so that we don't die or so we need to freeze something. And there's so much draw in that, especially with um, cram session towards the end, that drawing a couple of these as they start to do more and more damage is is some potential to. I don't want to say alternate win con, but like a, a little bit. Um, I, I, I'm curious to try dropping this into Mozaki just to see if it works. Um, yeah. Um, so I haven't played a ton of Mozaki mage from, but from what little I have played and, and watched, um, I think that, uh, having the, um, first flame may be a little bit more advantageous just because it's two spells that are in your hand. Right. That's um, true. No, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's two ticks towards, um, you know, the Mozaki combo. That's um, true. That's a which, good point. Which is the only advantage that First Flame really has over Ignite, because the inevitability engine of Ignite is definitely much better. Yeah. 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 Well, a solid card regardless. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Before we score, I just wanted to comment on something about Chandler really quick is, I don't know if you guys saw Soddle's tweet where he wrote, could I be any more of a mage minion? (laughs) (laughs) 
And then, like, no one in the comments got it. Everyone, everyone's like, uh, no, that's kind of a crappy mage minion. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but for anybody who's watched Friends out there, that was a Friends joke, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so let's let's see our scores on ignite so for me i think ignite is going to be in a lot of different mage decks i don't think it's going to be a meta defining card with a new archetype but i definitely think it's going to see play whether it be an otk whether it be in secret mage whether it be an lpg reno decks i think we are going to see this card so for me this is a four star card cheap wow four um huh did i catch I knew, my I surprise with that one <laughs> a little bit yeah because I, I was going back and forth of you know if it was just the meme then i was going to give it a two but then the possibility of slotting it into um secret mage in particular but not necessarily being like the the archetype i, I was going to go for but i thought that one was going to be bold um i think i'm still sticking with my forges because i think giving secret mage the inevitability engine is good um whether or not it's necessary we'll kind of see um but that's where i am with it what do you think Nate? i had given it a four as well i just there's so much versatility here it's that it's not just like hey you can slot it into i'll slot it into reno lpg i'll slot it into secret mage slot it into mozaki slot it into whatever and maybe it works maybe it doesn't we might you know we'll experiment with it but the power level definitely feels strong to me so yeah i like it i like it a lot yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our next card. It's an epic minion named Clumsy Courier. Seven mana, four, five, with the text Battle Cry. Cast the highest cost spell from your hand. Now, when I first saw this card, you know, you, the wheels start turning. You start thinking, once again, LPG stuff. You think Yog Box, that sort of thing. And then I started thinking, we already have this card. Um, we can do this already in a couple different ways. We have um, what Dragon Caster, which is six mana, but that's reliant on having a dragon in your hand. Which you know you were playing Caligos and, and others like to have this effect. We also have Totolan Pilgrim. Uh, which would, you know, pull something from your deck. But that's eight mana, so that costs more. But then I started thinking at seven mana, we have Ink Master Solia, right? Which is the same cost. And we don't really play this card very often. And with Ink Master, you actually get to um, select the card, do you not? Mm -hmm. The next spell mm -hmm. you cast is is seven mana. Now, with... Um, clumsy courier it's cast the highest one in your hand so if you're sitting on an ice block or something that's currently sitting in your hand you're stuck you can't play this card it, well you could it's going to play the ice block right but this is reliant on what is currently in your hand you don't get to select it you're hoping that your hand's sort of going to work out so it doesn't seem like the best way to accomplish what you want to do unless you want to use this in some sort of a different way. Just play uh, just play with Bran. <laughs> <laughs> play it with Bran, yeah. Then it'll do it twice. Hey, I actually have a question. How do you think that this interacts with Counterspell? It gets around Counterspell, it which does. was exactly going to be my point. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, she, take it away, Sheep. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I still don't think that we, we're probably playing this because, like you said, we can't choose. And sometimes I may want to choose, for example, um, the Ice Block, and sometimes I may want to choose the LPG. Um, but being able to get around Counterspell seems pretty important. Um, did they clarify that, or did they demonstrate it, or do we... They didn't I'm, I'm just going based off of how the interactions have previously gone and and the fact that clumsy courier is the one casting it rather than you just mm. kind of like how um uh whenever we get to uh grand magus antonitis um if you have uh spell damage he doesn't have spell damage um 
from the same of the same vein if clumsy courier is the one casting it then you're not and so it shouldn't be procced by by counterspell um just how things have worked historically and how the the mechanics of the game have have worked up to this point um that would be being consistent is that clumsy courier would get around counterspell um but we're already not running master solia that doesn't get around counterspell but if we're playing a card just to get around counterspell that seems like i would rather just play a cheap spell in my deck to get around it instead of a seven mana four five um, if that makes <laughs> sense uh, like I'd rather play a ray of frost that then gets procced and then I play my LPG or something like that um, I think the flavor is great I think that the um, you know effect is powerful I think it just costs a little too much and I, and I think for this effect it kind of should if it had a bigger body attached to it, then I wouldn't be quite as down on the card. But it's a seven mana four five. So that's kind of where I am with it. What do you think, Nate? I'd like to talk about the art for a minute. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's very cute. And yeah, no, I my notes compared it to Inkmaster Solia and to Dragoncaster. And I really don't see it replacing either of those. And so, like, you know, I mean, if you open this in a in a pack and you don't have Dragoncaster or Inkmaster Solia and you want to play LPG, then go for it and try it. Like, yeah. I don't even want to call it a budget sub because it's an epic. So, mm. I mean, you have to kind of build around. And the reason that Dragoncaster works so well is because there's so many, not so many, but there's enough dragons in lpg mage to like make it work and i you know it runs a few other spells and that's the bummer is like you don't get to pick and so there's some unforeseen potential here i mean this would be goofy right like the ultimate meme potential is i've got two yog boxes this and a brand and like, cool, yeah, let me play <laughs> brand brand clumsy courier Yogbox Yogbox and since see all the crazy shenanigans that happen. Like I wanna see that video, but I don't really want to play it in my deck. So I you know, it's 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 a neat substitute if you need to, but I don't I wouldn't run it over the other because you don't get to pick. Alrighty. Well, let's see how we rate this. I don't want to, but I'm going to give it a two over a one only because of the fact that if there is a meta that is running rampant with counter spells and oh my yogs, then this is a way of getting around it. And if you have this card, you can play this card, but I would play the other ones over this. So I call this extremely fringe. I'm giving it a two. It still accomplishes what you want in the deck if it lands. Like I said, extremely fringe. This is like a 1.5 verging on a 2, but I got to give it the 2 just because it still does the thing, just not very well. <laughs> Cheap. That is fair. And and I'm going to go with, with the 1. I, I think that if, if Counterspell is that um, prolific, then we just run more spells to try and uh, <laughs> proc it. Um, outside of that, I know that kind of... You broke our streak. We, <laughs> yeah, I know. But then we'd probably pull out the Tortolan Pilgrim and all that. But yeah, unfortunately, I broke our streak of being unanimous. So what do you think, Nate? I gave it a two. I, I, it feels super fringe to me. I mean, I, it just feels like, you know, a, a sub for those cards that we were talking about. The body's not bad at a four or five. And there's like some potential with brand. But like, I don't think it's optimal. But I think that. It, there's potential so it, it's a two for me okay well streak over but yeah you never know we could we could pick it up we'll see um up next we have the mage quest line which is sorcerer's gambit and so it reads cast a fire frost and arcane spell reward draw a spell it's next part 
is stall for time. Once again, cast a fire, frost, and arcane spell. Reward, discover one. We move on to the next. Reach the portal room. And then once again, we cast another fire, frost, and arcane spell. And then we get Arcanist Dawn Grasp, which is the five mana seven seven that reads Battle Cry for the rest of the game. You have spell damage plus three, which is pretty nutty to have spell damage plus three for the rest of the game. Now, here's the question Do I want to jump through these hoops three different times in a like? in this order to be able to do this. Like my issue is if you're doing something like Mozaki where it doesn't matter what order you play your spells and you can play whatever spell you want, as long as you know, it's zero or one, you got your apprentices down, whatever it is, you can just keep firing everything off. It doesn't matter. You're pumping up your Mozaki. This you need to do them in order. You, you want to cast the fire, the frost, and the arcane. So you're going to have to hold back your other fire spell. You're going to have to hold back your arcane spell that you don't want to play yet. You can't play them just willy-nilly like you normally would in any of the other builds. You have to play them in this order. So I feel like that's a big hindrance to the archetype, which to me makes this a little bit worse than the others, maybe a lot worse. I don't know. Um not my favorite sheep what do you think yeah i think that it's got a big hurdle to cross but then once you've crossed the hurdle you've got a really kick and rad reward i don't know how best to capitalize on that reward and i've i've kind of scratched my head a decent amount and i'm a, a, still a little bit um Unsure, but I know that Nate earlier mentioned that he's got something in the pipeline. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick it over to Nate before just kind of saying, I don't know, a few it's, different ways. <laughs> it's not It's not good. I think I know where this lands, and I don't think it's good. Where I, The only place that I can really see this quest line going is in uh, like a no minion mage. If I'm doing all spells, mm. um, it my my whole deck is nothing but spells and discover stuff like I, you you can proc the quest and make it happen mm -hmm. and so i, I mean but th i mean that's that's it it's nothing you know brilliant or anything but i think that's cuz like okay your fire spells we're going to have some of those um your arcane spells those are like the some minor aoe or some like draw type cards your arcane intellect and stuff like that uh and then your frost spells like that's the only place I really see this happening. And frankly, like that's a standard deck. I mean, that's not a, I don't see myself ever playing this in wild. Like it doesn't fit in anything. So I don't know. Like that's, if I'm going to experiment with it, that's where I'll try it. But mm -hmm. even then, like it's, it's definitely, you have to build around and you have to be playing a lot of spells, right? Cause in order to complete this quest, I have to do at least nine spells Mm-hmm. And so it feels kind of slow. And in I mean, wild, like no minion mage in wild is a, is a lot worse because you can get like the weirdest things, right? Well, yeah, I don't. I like, mean, if you're playing. I, I imagine we would not play deck of lunacy oh, in wild. No, like, you the, get the so much. My deck of lunacy was so powerful is because it was a four set meta in standard, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's why, so, like, you could guarantee. Like we were talking in the chat earlier, like, okay, I run flame strikes and it's going to convert it. The only things I can think it's going to convert to is uh Negrand slam. And then the Druid one that gives everything plus four plus four, whatever it's called power of the, I don't know what survival of the fittest. survival of the fittest. And like, I, I remember getting angry when I would always get survival of the fittest and my opponents would always get Negrand slam. Oh yeah. no. And like, there's no other 10 cost spells, right? I mean, yeah, there's Yog, but there's Yogbox, but it's a mage class. So that's be non-mage class. So there's no way I would play. It can be any of them, but uh, Yogbox is no longer in standard. Oh, I just rotated. That's yeah. why. Well, yeah. See, I never know what rotates. Like, I don't have a good read on that. It's <laughs> too, too much wild. Um, but 
we've got what seven years worth of cards in in wild like if you right. play deck of lunacy uh talk about random mage like <laughs> it'd be fun it'd be fun like i'd play it in casual and oh, yeah. uh but not not competitively but i could see you know that that's where i would attempt to make this quest work um you know i haven't looked at the deck recipes yet and if I had to guess, like the deck recipes are probably all these quest lines. That would be my guess. Um, so whatever. I mean, this is cool. I love like the theme of it. It tells a story. Okay, you know, Don Grasp is is captured and trying to escape, and then they escape, and now they have extra spell damage. Like that's really cool. Uh, kind of like Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Gandalf. I love it. Um, <laughs> but I I don't see this being good. Yeah. There's the there's like the fun versus the good. And sometimes you can have both, like the hunter one. And this one is just like, oh, fun, good. Oh, it's way down here. So, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, the hunter stomps this, right? <laughs> all right. Well, let's vote on it. Um Unfortunately, I have to be the fun police and give this a one. Sheep. Wee -oo, wee -oo, wee -oo. One. <laughs> oh yeah, I gave it a one too. It was an easy one, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, one more Great. card here. <laughs> Speaking oh, of right. easy ones. Oh god. Grand Megas Antonitis. Of Antonitis is here. We've been waiting for so long, and he's back. Eight mana, six six battle cry. If you've cast a fire spell on each of your last three turns, cast three fireballs at random enemies. Womp womp womp. <laughs> um, I have to make sure I played a fire spell each turn. For three turns prior to this, probably compromising optimal turns. And then I get to fire three random fireballs at enemies. So if we're facing a token deck, they could just, you know, kill off some <laughs> one ones, some two twos. If like there's a random chance that you're on turn eight and your opponent doesn't have a board, which probably isn't going to happen. Um, they're all going to go face, but you are on turn eight. They just had turn seven. So their turn seven was probably, you know, building a board or something. <laughs> and so you're going to put this down on turn eight and we're going to cast some fireballs. Hopefully they hit the things that you want them to hit. Seems way too random. I just hope that like his intro sounds great and like, he does like aha 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 all fire off yeah. but yeah this is underwhelming for me and it's expensive and it seems quite conditional sheep where are you on this one uh, the, i'm i'm completely with you like i'm i'm trying to think of ways that it could be good like oh uh cast three fireballs at all enemies. Okay, a little too OP. Cast three fireballs at the opponent's face. Yes, please. I would play it. <laughs> Maybe a little too good too. Yeah. But uh, three fireballs at random enemies is. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised it didn't say at random targets. And you play this, and you get three to the dome. <laughs> uh, I. I I want this to be good because in my my uh, fireside like pre-order opening, I I opened Grand Magus in, in gold, but mm. it, even in standard, it it's I don't think it's gonna be good. So it's just really conditional. Like we we've complained in the past at I think the last time we did one of these reviews, whether it was the full set or the mini set, we were talking about all these elementals, and it's like, oh yeah, for this to be good, you have to play an elemental last turn, and that's a stretch. And now we're talking three turns in a row? Dude, like, that's hard, and there's not that many fire spells, and not all of the fire spells are good. And then I gotta draw the spells, and it's just, it's really tricky. And so, in order for me to do that, the payoff would have to be amazing and like three fireballs to the enemy minion okay 
I or for the to the enemy hero. I mean, okay, I would try it. I would try yeah. it because that's you know we're talking. You you could boom eighteen damage. Yeah, I mean you you could mm. maybe kill them that way. Um, and I, it just seems too difficult to pull off or, or, or not worth the trouble. Like you'd have to build around this card to make it work. And then, you know, is it even worth it? So yeah, you feel super bad when it hits minion, minion, minion. And yeah, all that effort and womp womp. It's cool. The art is awesome. It's like Gandalf on his horse. It's great. Yeah. After Sheep said Gandalf, I was totally thinking about that. <laughs> Super cool. Here he is on Shadowfax. Yeah, Shadowfax <laughs> and Gandalf the Purple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. What do we think about this card? I unfortunately have to give this a one because it's just not it's not good. Eight mana does way better things in wild. Sheep, what do you think? You said it great. It's a one. Yeah, that's a one for me as well. Okay, well, that wraps up Mage then now, doesn't it? That wraps up Mage for us. So we uh, will call it a day for the Mage class and then transition to Paladin next. Thank you, everyone, for joining us.